The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. From the top. I see you started without me. The revolution is on. Come on, let's go. For over 15 years, providing excellence in outdoor radio. See, it's already working. I just found out I got chiggers. <laughs> A voice for freedom and the American spirit. God bless America. A beacon of hope. It must be a mutation, a freak of nature. Often imitated, but never duplicated. Oh, they're just awesome. This is the one and only revolution with Jim and Trev. On your feet, everybody. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. I just won't believe what we're hearing out here. Um, when it comes to patterning whitetail, I incorporate my cameras and spotting scopes. Bow hunting for mule deer is one of my favorite things to do. Again, a range finder is a, almost a necessity to have. A lot of times I like to use the pop-up blinds because you're, you can conceal yourself to where you can have a little bit more movement. Wearing a safety vest to me is a, a plus. I, I'm not climbing a tree without it now because you never know that one particular day uh, it, things could go wrong. I heard that you shot a deer, that you feel trusted, that you're already home. I heard that you cooked it medium rare. It was so damn tasty. Wasn't it, Jim? Wasn't it? You ate it without me, didn't you? Yeah! I pulled out my hair. Me and Adele are heartbroken! <laughs> Alright, so Deer Quest 2016. You said I couldn't say anything during the singing. Did I you had like so many that? things I could have said. That was beautiful. I was thinking. I thought that was self-explanatory. Well, I was thinking if you did a duet, would they call you Tradell? Oh! Or would it be like I do like that. Advis. I like Tradell better. I think so too. Yeah, because I like to be first, you know. Because yeah. <laughs> she's British. Yeah. I mean, that's... I'm not expecting this. Thank you so much. So good. Uh, she actually wants to do a duet or uh, sue no. me. <laughs> I think, or less I think the latter is preferred. <laughs> Alright, so Deer Quest 2016 on today's show. We are giving you boys and girls an in-depth look at deer hunting. Does it matter if it's whitetails or muleys on today's show? Or blacktail or coos deer. Well, actually, we're not going to talk about those species. Well, we could if we wanted to. Um, if we wanted to, but we're not going to. Okay. So let's just stick to whitetails and muleys. Okay. And what? Deer. Deer Quest 2016. Deer Quest 2016. Thank you, Mrs. Bunny. You are here. I'm here, guys. I'm pumped. We're going to do, I think, first time ever, three-part interview series with Lee and Tiffany Lukoski. That's right. Make sure you watch Crush with Lee and Tiffany Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Where? On Outdoor Channel. And plus, Dr. Grant Woods growing deer TV. Such a fantastic uh, smart guy. guy. so smart. He's really smart, especially compared to us. Now, Mrs. <laughs> Bunny... That's so true. Uh, what are you going to talk about? Uh, field dressing your animals in warm weather. Ooh. All right, Mrs. Bunny, she's talking about field dressing game. And it's brought to you by Nissan. And now Mrs. Bunny and her two cents on field dressing a deer in warm weather. Brought to you by Nissan. Okay, 
Bacteria thrives at 40 degrees, boys. Oh, really? That means, yeah. Even in cool temps like that. Even in cool temps. So that means if you are hunting early season or if it is still warm where you are at, the threat of losing your meat to rot or bone sour is real. And it can be difficult to cool your animal down. So here are a few things you can do to slow the process of meat loss and hopefully have it not happen at all. All right, let it go. Uh, Start by field dressing your animal in the field as soon as possible. Don't wait. Throw it in the back of your truck. Wait till you get home whatever do it right there in the field open it up get the internal organs out because they hold a lot of heat get that, them out of there and start it cooling down that's what i think a lot of guys do they they go and shoot their game then they throw it in the back of the truck might go to the filling station show their buddies yeah. Don't do that. They Drag wait it too around long. town. Yeah. yeah, you wait too long. Uh, once dressed, remove the skin and hang the carcass in the shade where it gets plenty of air circulation. Uh, don't use water to rinse the blood or foreign matter from the internal cavity or the surface of the meat because that moisture invites bacteria growth. Uh, when combined with warm weather and this moisture, it's an invitation for spoilage. So if it's necessary, use a damp cloth with fresh water to wipe it down, but don't go hosing it. Um, don't skimp on game bags. Uh, you can get high quality linen bags or you can get um, Cabela's antimicrobial game bags they have carcass oh, bags cool. game quarter bags yeah. they basically have citric acid on the outside it helps create a glaze over the top of the meat that way uh, insects and things won't be uh, nesting and laying their larvae in there um, really important to have plenty of those uh, large bones such as the femur and shoulder blades hold a lot of heat themselves and yeah. so that's often the first place that the meat starts to spoil so you want to if you're wanting to leave the bone in the meat quarter with the bone in cut a deep slit in the flesh itself to expose the bone and that slit will let the heat escape right there escape to get out. That's right. Right? Yes. That's it. Yeah. And then finally, <laughs> flies, yellow jackets, and other insects will find your carcass quickly in hot weather. So game bags help to protect it, but consider using the citric acid ones like I mentioned. Also, if you take along trash bags, uh, if you are out in the uh, middle of nowhere where you don't have access to ice or anything quickly, you can take trash bags, wrap them in trash bags, and submerge them in water if you're near water or a running stream or anything like that, and that'll help cool them down quicker too. So put your game in the trash bag and then put in a stream? Yeah, because the really? water... Yeah, you don't want water, the water into the meat. No, but if you tie it off, that way it's tight, and you uh, dip it into the water and let it sit in the water, the water will help cool it. If you are, say, on a backcountry hunt, you can't get out right away. Yeah, now, now the, I have to tell you, I was on a caribou hunt and uh, had uh, three caribou in camp. Two of the guys didn't bring game bags at all. Yeah. They had, and it was fall of the year. I mean, it was like in August and uh, first part of September, they had fly larva. Everywhere. Everywhere. Well, so I had game bags. I had none. If you have, if you don't have the game bags, I mean, it's obviously it's ideal. You need to have the game bags, but if you don't, a few other things you can do to reduce that are um, citric acid based um, game sprays. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also you can douse your meat in black pepper or wipe it down with vinegar and a diluted lemon juice solution, and that's staves off some of that. But really, the only way to protect it is to have it locked up in a so, bag. So, how big do these antimicrobial bags come? I mean, uh, could you actually get them pretty big? You can yeah. get a whole carcass bag. Like, you can... Like a whole carcass? Like a whole carcass, like a Whoa. deer. You can... One of them is 70 inches long by 10 inches wide, stretches to 84 by 24. That's a sleeping bag. Yeah. yeah what that is. Uh, then there's... That's awesome. There's game quarterbacks, and then there's XL game quarterbacks, like, big enough to get... Like uh, an elk. Elk quarters in. Yeah. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can get them right on on uh, Cabela's and they are exactly for that. They're treated with the antimicrobial inhibitors that um, reduces now, the growth of surface bacteria and also repels egg laying insects. What do those cost? 
Like, uh, let's say that the double XL. I can't remember. It's not a lot. I can't remember, honestly. Right. Yeah, like maybe four to six bucks. You for know, a box. For, I can't remember. Yeah, it's if not you, that expensive. And the thing is, if it's going to preserve that meat, look at all the time you've spent. Well, being who cares up there if it costs a hundred bucks? I yeah. mean, you want it. would be a little bit over the top, but. Well, no, no, when it comes to spoiling the meat, I mean, if there's a good chance, by the way, go on August hunt, does not fall. That's yeah. summer. If well, you go okay. on a, if you're going elk hunting or caribou hunting or anything yeah. else, if you're spending all the money for. Yeah. Or the hunt, you're dropping you're a lot going, of coin already, and then you lose all of your meat to spoilage. Yeah. I think that it's worth dropping a little bit of money to have the proper bags to put everything. You you can get just the plain linen bags, but the antimicrobial ones obviously are ideal because they help ward off everything even more. So now you you can get these right at uh, at Cabela's. Yeah, yep, right at Cabela's. Antimicrobial game bags, three different ones: carcass bag, game quarter bags, and XL game quarter bags. Are they like small enough you could like stick them in your jacket and steal them? <laughs> I don't, I, I just, they come in a small. You plastic package. You don't know. I can't believe you said that. <laughs> well, I'm just, if they are a hundred bucks, you know, I might, yeah. I might buy one and get a five finger discount on the other one. You know, I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. World's foremost outfitter there. All right. So no, that's pretty cool though. Don't steal anything. That was no, just a no, joke. We were just joking. Unless there's no cameras. That's one thing. Um, all right, is that it, Miss Money? That's it, guys. All right, so anyways, be prompt. Be smart about it. And uh, due diligence. Right. Spend your money wisely and get game bags. Oh, there you go. You know who's coming up next? Coming up next, Lee and Tiff. Lee and Tiffany. Crush with Lee and Tiffany. Their friends call them Tiff. <laughs> I like how you're putting them together. Yes. <laughs> what, what What should we call them? That would be like tea? It'd be tea. <laughs> Just call it tea. tea. <laughs> Ice tea. <laughs> no, I'm calling sweet tea. Oh. All right, sweet tea's coming up next. Lee and Tiffany. Uh, Crush with Lee and Tiffany. That is a 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. Sunday nights on Outdoor Channel. They are coming up next. I'm jealous, guys. I'm going to have to part ways. I wish I was going to be here. We're glad you're actually leaving. I know. Uh, anyways, a big shout out to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, Remington, Cabela's, High Mountain Seasonings, and a Silencer Shop. Uh, sweet tea there coming up next. Lee and Tiffany misses Bunny, though. We thank you. Yeah. You bet you guys. But you're coming back to the close, I'll right? I'll see you at the close, guys. Old friend. Why are you still sticking around? <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> right. I'm gone. All right, Lee and Tiffany, they're coming up next. Don't go anywhere. And now, here's another Revolution fall cleanup tip. Instead of killing yourself raking up all your leaves, save some time. Just light a match and set your yard on fire. Seriously, please don't do that. Stick around. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will be right back. Every Friday night on Outdoor Channel, venture into the Badlands. Straight up or draped over the saddle, either one. Where revenge and retribution are a way of life. We ain't gonna run, are we, Chris? Hell no. An untamed land filled with heroes, outlaws, and desperate opportunities. Did you bring some gold with you? No. Silver? Just lead. Great movies inspired by the great outdoors. Friday nights on Outdoor Channel. Introducing a pickup truck so tough, so rugged, you become a real man just by sitting in it. So get ready to outwork and outlast any other pickup on the planet. Sound familiar? Pickup truck ads will do anything to make their trucks sound invincible. But let's get real. No truck lasts forever. The more miles, the more repairs. It's just common sense. Yet most truck warranties offer bumper-to-bumper coverage for just three years, 36,000 miles. (laughs) That isn't much of a long haul for most truckers. So when you hear claims like, All-time toughest truck in the world, you know it doesn't mean much unless they can back it up. 
That's why we built the 2017 Nissan Titan to work hard and backed it with America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles, bumper to bumper. Now that's a hardcore truck warranty. Take on tough jobs with the 2017 Nissan Titan family of trucks. Limited warranty details available at your local Nissan dealer. Certain exclusions apply. Call 1-800-249-7225 for comparison details. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trev. It's Deer Quest 2016. Now, here's Lee and Tiffany Lukoski from Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, and Cabela's. This is part one. Hey, we're back. Before the break, we heard from Mrs. Bunny. Yep. And she talked about all kinds of neat stuff. Yeah, we gave her the boot. She's gone. I said, kick rocks, woman. We got more important people coming on. Guess who's coming on? Uh, Lee and Tiffany. Lee and Tiffany. And I said, what about breakfast at Lee's house? He said, I think I got some venison. You know, that is actually how they originally cut that song, Jimmy. Breakfast is pickle. <laughs> no, I don't think I've heard that version. <laughs> All right, so we're just now being joined by Lee and Tiffany Lukoski. Make sure you watch Crush with Lee and Tiffany Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Where? On Outdoor Channel. Now, we're doing a special. Uh, it is special. Three-parter. Three-part interview with actually my twin brother. People don't know that. Lee and I are twins. He just has better facial hair. Um, <laughs> you guys are back home in Iowa from a month-long trek. Trek. Growing all across, going all across the country hunting, uh, but there is a phrase being tossed around right now, and we, and we want you guys to it's hey, like, chime in it's on this. Kind of like MythBusters here, but you guys are way cooler and not bald. Um, is the October lull a real thing in the deer woods, or is this just some preconceived notion uh, that hunters have? Exactly, is it real or not, guys? October lull? Um, no, not really. A lot of people always. Uh well, I would say that, you know, it seems like they know when deer season opens because yeah. they, uh, you know, they've been watching them all summer and all of a sudden you get to, you know, October 1st or whenever your season opens around that and they disappear. And that's usually not necessarily the case. Most of the time people are watching them on soybean fields like all summer long. Yeah. And more of it is that the soybeans are turning yellow and dying and stuff around that. Like in Minnesota where I, where I used to live, I used to hunt it open September 15th and here in, in Iowa, October 1st. So a lot of times those food sources are just changing. That's right when acorns are dropping. The deer are still out on their feet, but they're just moving from one food source to another. And that's why, you know, we make sure we have just super lush clover fields and, you know, green fields, even like winter wheat we plant, you know, just to make sure that at that time early you have something that's growing and, and with good nutrition when everything else is dying. So a lot of times it's not that they, you know, disappear. They may disappear off that food source that you were watching them all summer. But in, like right now it's like, I've only been home for like 10 days of this, or not, of the 17, I guess, in October. Oh, wow. And I've seen like the buck I've been hunting three times now in the five times sit in the field, just a hidden clover field. And then like Tiffany and, and the buck, same she's, yeah, same. she's seen him even more. She, you've seen that deer like five out of the seven or eight times that we just have it. It's been unfortunate we haven't been able to get a shot at him. They just have been too far or just. You know, my field is not that big. It's only like four acres, but he still like comes out like 90 yards. At the, he's been coming on the north end of it, and like we've had south winds so much that I can't hunt the stand on the north end of it. So we're still seeing them, and a lot of it will just be weather dependent. Like, right, like today, it's I don't know, it could be like 90 degrees. No, it's like, are we even hunting tonight? Well, <laughs> yeah, you got it. 
or get your speedo on. You know, it doesn't matter what the weather is. Deer are still up feeding, going to the bathroom, drinking, whatever, at some point during daylight hours. It sounds like travel. Yeah, Lee's going to be out there in his banana hammock. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. Now, that would be a sight. That would be a little hot. By the way, being joined by Lee and Tiffany Lukoski, Crush with Lee and Tiffany, Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, on Outdoor Channel. Wonderful show. One question I want to ask you guys. A few weeks ago, we talked with Mike Eastman. Yeah. And he talked about, you know, of course, he does all spot and stock. But once he finds an animal he wants to take, he sets up and he will not hunt a different location until he takes that deer or whatever he's pursuing. So question for you guys. Can you hunt a stand too hard in your own opinion? Sometimes do you need to shake it up or does it really not matter? No, I think you definitely can. Uh, cause, I mean, like for Mike, a lot of stuff like, you know, he's, he's probably not talking. Well, maybe he was, but I, probably not like Midwest type whitetails, probably like out west for, for mule deer. Uh-huh. And that's a little bit different. You know, you can sit back and it's open and you can watch, the, you know, look for that same deer. That's the way that we do it. I mean, when we're mule deer hunting, most of the same thing for me. I get a single deer in mind that, I, that I've seen once. Is I'm not shooting any other deer but that one. You just stay on him and on him and on him. But mostly you're glassing and then you're trying to find him and then going in after him. Like for whitetails, it's basically you have to just go in. The timber's so thick here and stuff. And, you know, you got to sit on your food plots or sit someplace. And I think you can overhunt it. Like the deer that I've been on, you know, there's only a couple winds I can hunt it on. So, you know, sometimes I, the wind was good like for three days. You go in there three days in a row and you're like, oh, I better just, we got to stay out of there for a little bit. You know, just because... Even people think you think you can get in and out clean. So I got in without spooking anything. I got out without spooking anything. But it's really not the case um, because you're walking in and walking out even after dark or that night. Any deer that walks through there are going to know that they're going to know that somebody's been in there. And, you know, we're always, that's why, like, through the whole year, I try to go in and out and check in food plots and checking cameras and stuff, you know, 12 months of the year. I think we talked about this before. I like to keep, make sure that those deer are used to me, somebody being there. So it's not like you're yeah. not in there for nine months and all of a sudden you show up and then they know something is totally different. But you start getting three and four days in the same spot. It's like, all right, we got to pull out of there for a while and just hunt some other deer. And that's the nice thing about it. It's like we're not normally always just hunting one deer. We got enough farms and stuff, and normally I'll have like like right now I've got three bucks that I would shoot, yes. you know, and make sure that between those three deer that I have, I got stands for every possible wind direction, so I can hunt I can hunt one of them at least every single day. But you know, the one I'm really looking for is a big browtine deer, and I've seen him I've seen him twice now in the five times I've hunted there. So you kind of want to stay after him after I saw him. I was like, oh man, he's yeah. awesome looking. <laughs> but and, you know, I almost should have had him those couple of times. It's like, God, he's like at 60 yards on time without even come close. And he turns and just walks around, goes hit the grave and walks back in the woods. You're like, you got to be oh, wow. killing me. Oh, yeah. You know, so one of those things, I kind of want to stay after him. because and it's I, funny because if you were out west, you would shoot that deer every time at 50 yards. But oh, here yeah. it's, it's different, you know. Yeah, you don't, you don't take, 60 you know. Yards. Yeah, you don't take like... They're yeah. not risky shots per se, but it's just. Well, yeah, they just white tails are just jumpier and stuff than you get like a lot of the mule deer and stuff like that. They're, you know, they don't react as much, and that that forty-five to fifty-five yards is where they react the most, especially for us. It's like there's no sense in it because over we got a hundred days basically to hunt here, and you're gonna get oh. a good shot at these deer. You just stay after them, stay after them, and sooner or later you're gonna you're just gonna wear them down, and you're gonna you're gonna get a good shot at them. So you just don't want to take anything that you might. 
you know, hit them bad and not find them and never see them again. Yeah. Hey, we're coming up on a hard break. Can you guys stick around and maybe do a second, possibly even a third part? Sure, absolutely. That'd be awesome. All right, being joined by Lee and Tiffany Lukoski, plus Mr. Cameron in the background, Crush with Lee and Tiffany, Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Big shout-out, though, to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, and Remington. Real quick before we get to a break, where can we find you guys online? Our website, thecrush.tv, we're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. All right, we'll be back with My Man Crush Monday. Uh, that's Lee Lukoski, by the way. Oh. Right after the break. <laughs> Halloween, make sure you trick or treat at the all new JimandTrav.com. Show archives, Jim's blog, Trav's take, buy or bust, expert advice. It's all there. JimandTrav.com. Don't move. The revolution will continue next. Being a bush pilot is hours and hours of boredom broken by seconds of sheer terror. Everything out here is against you. The number one rule is just land. Alaska's Ultimate Bush Pilots, Mondays at 9 on Outdoor Channel. So I've been a bit braggadocious to recent. Justice Gosh. I've been telling everybody about my Thunder B silencer that I just picked up from Silencer Shop. Why wouldn't you? All right, so no, let me be serious for a second. A silencer is a must-have accessory for any firearm because it makes shooting more enjoyable by reducing the blast to a much more comfortable level, doesn't it, Jimmy. Yeah, it does. And you know, Trav, hunters often go without hearing protection because it is uncomfortable. And now we're stone cold deaf. But a silencer from silencershop.com can provide hearing protection without being uncomfortable or impacting your outdoor experience. Yeah, true that, man. Plus, Silencer Shop has the simplest silencer buying experience, period. Bar none. And they have the most friendly and knowledgeable staff, and they're always available to help answer any questions you might have about buying a silencer. That's right, Trav. Plus, silencershop.com offers a huge source of videos, articles, and reviews to help you make an informed purchase decision. That's silencershop.com. Silencershop.com. What are you so happy about? Um, getting back to the revolution with Jim and Trav and part two with Lee and Tiffany Lakoski from Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and Silencer Shop. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. This is the second part of the epic interview with Lee and Tiffany Lukoski. Yeah, and always all of our second parts are brought to you by Dos Equis. Uh, so make sure you watch Crush with Lee and Tiffany uh, Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. This is the Dos Equis Happy Hour interview. On Outdoor Channel. On Outdoor Channel. <laughs> that was so smooth. I liked it. <laughs> Anyhow, hey, uh, I want to ask you guys. You guys have hunted all over the country. Yeah. And I'm talking about blacktail. I'm talking about coos. I'm talking about mule deer. You know, Mike White Eastman. Tail? Yeah, Mike Eastman talked about uh, uh, patterning uh, uh, mule, mule deer. deer. Now, do whitetails pattern as easy, or is there one species that's better than the other for patterning them and trying to harvest them? Well, I would just say that the, you know, out west, it's easier just because you can see a lot farther. Like when we go out there, you know, you get up on a hilltop and you can you can glass a lot of area. And when they, you know, get up, you bang out, you spot one and you go, go in after them. And normally, like, they're in the same general area, you know, so you can usually... You know, most of the time, I mean, like when we go out mule deer hunting, if, you, if I find a big one that I want to hunt, I mean, even like this year, Tiffany and I both shot giant mule deer in Alberta, which is a little bit, you know, it's the first time we ever hunted Alberta. We're normally in Utah. Or Tiffany hunted them earlier in Utah as well. But, you know, you, I found one deer that I wanted, and I hunted them for a full week before I got them. But, you know, you'd always find them in the same general vicinity. You'd watch them at night if you couldn't get a shot at them. you go out the next morning and 
bang, you'd find them right there. There's maybe only one or one or two days out of the seven that we didn't see them. So you guys are talking about possibly you're out west, you're hunting mule deer, or even up in Canada, um, and you you're going to be taking possibly longer shots. Now, do you do you practice differently? Do you practice out? Because I mean, like, what would be your max range if you had just a beautiful mule deer in your sights, guys? And he's standing 70 yards broadside. Is that a I shot? Would, you, would you really? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for solid. I mean, 70 is probably my top end of yeah. like mule deer or anything like that. But 100% 70, yeah, absolutely. So what do you guys practice out to then? 100. Holy 100 crap. yards. 100 yards, really? Well, we like, for me, I never really shoot much less than that. Like really? Like the whole summer, we have our elk target out at 100, and then the other ones pass like out to 130. It doesn't make really much sense for, like, for me. I, I look at it this way. People, I used to go and just shoot at twenty yards, like indoors and stuff like at the archery range and stuff. And everybody, a lot of people probably do that, just shoot over and over and over and over at twenty yards. Yeah. But you know, you have a three-inch circle down there, and you hit, you know, half an inch outside of it, and you think, oh, that was a good shot. You know, I just I was missed it by half an inch. But you do that same shot at a hundred, you might miss it by four feet, and you'd be like, "Oh my gosh, that's terrible!" <laughs> yeah. And so, if you have bad form or making bad shots, uh, you just your muscle memory is going to that bad shot all the time because you don't really know at twenty yards. You think it's good if you miss it by an inch, but that same exact shot at a hundred, like I said, be four feet off. So you want to shoot. Every time at 100, like, and, and then all of a sudden your 50s are easy. And we didn't have very long shots at our mule deer this year. I think mine was no. 55 and yours was 56 or yep. something like that, too. But, you know, I've shot, I shot my, my sheep. I shot a dollar sheep this year at 88. Oh! I shot my, my sheep, my desert sheep at 130, you know. 130? So is, yeah. Duh, so, I mean, you go. Duh. You go on those once in a lifetime hunts, and if you're like if, you, if you're going to go on a sheep hunt and spend oh, the money yeah. to do it, and you can only shoot forty yards, you might as well stay home. Because you're not going to get a shot at a sheep at forty yards. I mean, you hear the fluky things every once in a while, but yeah. Well, hundred. Yeah, you're talking this wide open shale hills. I mean, a hundred yards is like okay, man. That's awesome to be able to get a hundred yards of one without them seeing you. You better be able to shoot that. Yeah. Now, now so, you, you shoot. You shoot. What kind of a bow? What is the uh, feet per second uh, maximum speed and also when you shoot that at 100 130 yards how much of an arc does it have and can you you know hum the national anthem while it's going (laughs) (laughs) you know it's you know people you know there's a big difference between like my bow and tiffany's yeah and you know you like the the women have such a disadvantage in that shooting farther and you nobody really talks about it that much because the slower your bow is you know, the bigger the arc is, and which means you have to be way more precise. Like at 100 yards, if mine's like at 102, I mean, they'll still hit it, but it'll be, you know, it can be eight inches off. Wow. Like on the elk target. But like for, for Tiffany, what's really arcing, she can be only like two yards off, she'll miss it right in front of it. Mm. You know, because it's arcing so much. You think, you know, when it's coming in at, at an angle, you you know, you can move the target. I missed a mule deer feet. this year by like one inch. I mean, it was like oh, the really? most epic mule deer miss ever. I was like, oh, I mean, yeah. you watch it, it's just a heartbreaker. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Lee and Tiffany Lukoski. Of course, he has a program called The Crush. Hey, can you stick around for another part? Absolutely. Sure. Right, yeah. Cool. Got, get I, I shot the very same things you did 
But the people at St. Louis Zoo are really ticked off. Well, he just he shoots a lot of BS all day long. He's very consistent. All right, uh, Crush with Lee and Tiffany Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Big shout-out to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, High Mount Seasonings, and Silencer Shop. Got to get to a break. Part three with Lee and Tiffany coming up next. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. For over 15 years, outdoor radio at its finest. A death-defying adrenaline rush. Connect with the boys on social media and at the brand new JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The Revolution will continue right after these messages. It's been said that the history of weapons is indeed the history of the world. It's simple elegance. It's a gun that just runs. Join host Joe Montaigne as he explores the legends and folklore behind some of the most iconic weapons in the world. From classic military and civilian firearms to rare and exotic oddities. Gun Stories, all new episode Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Outdoor Channel. This is the time of year to get out and cook out. So make your next meal sizzle with Camp Chef, the brand known for quality outdoor cooking equipment. To eat like a king on your next adventure, go to CampChef.com or visit your local sporting goods store and get cooking. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 25 jerky making kits, 14 snack and stick kits, and 20 sausage making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the bucket horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com Welcome back to Deer Quest 2016 on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now, let's get back to Lee and Tiffany Lakoski from Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Remington, and High Mountain Seasonings. Here's part three. There comes a time. I want you to fight like hell to stay with us. A time... When every interview ends If you want to go The Lukoskis will just hang up the phone I want you to know it's okay And Jim and I will cry as they go away That's what we do for the people that we love What the heck is that? I'm taking this kind of hard! (laughs) This is the end of a third-part interview series. Actually, this is the beginning of the third part. Yeah. Before the break, we heard from old Lee and Tiffany two different times. That's right. And now this is the grand finale. This is the grand finale where I get to sniffles and say a whole bunch of things I regret. Like, I love Uh, you. I love you. Make sure you watch Crush with Lee and Tiffany Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Welcome back uh, for part three, guys. Thanks for having us. Now, question, and and I want to touch on something a little more personal, especially with our our current state of uh, mind here in America. It seems like everybody has such an entitlement attitude. Uh, We've become very lazy, very lethargic. But I want to point you guys out. Um, Everybody watches you guys on television. You're very successful. You're extremely good looking, charismatic. Have a wonderful life. I mean, I'm we love you. It, I mean, you're, you're I now you're being sweet. No, you're the <laughs> you're the poster child for the American dream. 
But people don't realize that this didn't happen overnight. It wasn't just you lucked into this. You didn't fall out of the truck. You guys, literally, you busted your asses for year after year, and you made this happen. And that's amazing, and it's a true testament to you guys' character. I want to talk about that and, and have you guys kind of tell your story. That's pretty, I mean, you're very, very sweet. Thank you, Ben. You're right. I mean, you know what? We still bust our butts every day. I mean, there's not a day that goes by that leaves not up till 11, 12 o'clock at night doing stuff and working on things and making calls and working out on the farm, and it, it just... Yeah, we're up and the sun comes up and <clears throat> every single day, you know, you know, that's part of it. People think, you know, oh, what do you do in the off season? It's like, well, there is no off season. Our <laughs> yeah. hunting season is, is, you know, the summertime and, and everything. And still, it's, it's more almost a, you know, a mentality. We don't, I never take a day off no matter what. And part of it is because it's your job, but mostly it's because it's in my heart. That's, I just, I can't stand going a day during hunting season when I'm not out hunting. But it's just kind of the whole, your mentality is like I never take a day off. Doesn't matter if it's a Saturday or Sunday. We're always working, you know. And I think that's where a lot of people don't understand. I mean, we don't, you know, we don't. We hardly ever go on any vacations or doing like that. We're here. Our vacation is being at home, basically. But we're working about every day. But I think the difference is, is it's like we've created something that we absolutely love. It's like you know, I can't wait to go outside and, and just be out. Of course, my life's changed a lot since I had Cameron. You know, compared to what Lee is doing and where I used to be out with him all the time but now you know my main focus is Cameron but still ultimately it's like we're outside we're doing stuff I mean you just you just love it here so much and even probably Tiffany and I may you know you know leave him at home when he's a little bit older for that he's not tough for for Tiffany's mom to watch him you know it's like the problem is though it's like I don't want to it's like, oh, yeah. I don't want to be away hmm. from him you know well I think one of the things is either, right? you, you you look at I mean teens and, and young kids today in America and I mean what's the issue but it seems like parents every chance they get they shove their kids off onto somebody else you know let's sign them up for all these extra activities at school yeah, let's put them at the right. babysitter and I can't judge because you know what I know some parents that's what they have to do you know to survive and I feel like as a parent now it's like sometimes yeah you just gotta survive you, Cameron sleeps in bed with us a lot you well, know what it was about survival now we like it what, you know but uh, it, it's true you know you guys yeah. but you made a point though you know, you didn't wait this long in life to shove your kid off. And, and I think that's where everybody looks at their children. Not everybody. A lot of people do as this big inconvenience. You know, they didn't. They're not there because they wanted to be. They're there because you made it happen. But taking the time, like you guys are saying, and investing in your children, that is investing oh, in your future. Sure. You look at kids today and some of the things you're hearing in the colleges and schools and stuff. You say, man, I. You know, at first you're like, do we even want to bring a kid up in this environment? And then yeah. you're like, heck yeah, we do, because we need, there needs to be somebody on the other side of the teeter-totter. And it's like, our kid is going to kill it in this world, if that's the way it's going, because trust me, he's going to have a work ethic. I mean, when he, there's not going to be a, hey, let's just go out and shoot a giant deer for you. He's like, oh, I can't wait for you to shoot the first Boone and Crockett. He's like, you kidding me? He's going to have to earn it. He's not shooting anything. <laughs> you know, yeah. he's going to be with a bow first, and then he and who knows? I keep saying, I should just have him go on public land here. And when you shoot a good one there, then you can come and shoot one on here. It's not only going to be easy for him. You know, if he wants something, we got alfalfa he can bail. we got hedge trees you can cut for posts. You can go down and sell them. On the, but he's going to have a work ethic, and he's going to know the value of a dollar, and he's going to go. Well, I already teach him. He's a year and a half. You know, he knows to shut drawers when he opens them. I mean, you know, it's just stuff that you teach. It's just, it's so important 
when they're little like this that you teach all those things and you you don't realize how important it is. Yeah. Hey, we've been talking with Lee and Tiffany. Of course, they're talking about having great work ethics and passing it down to your family, and they're going to get Cameron a job on second shift. <laughs> <laughs> Good third shift. Third. It's third like you've got to work hard. Yeah, got to the bottom up. <laughs> All right, Lee and Tiffany Lukoski crush with Lee and Tiffany Sunday, seven thirty p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Such an amazing couple, great people. Now, guys, got so sad coming to an end. To find out more about you, crush your sponsors. Where you're going to be? Upcoming episodes. Where can we find you guys online? Uh, the Crush.TV is our website, and then of course we have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, which we're on there pretty good, especially now that it's hunting season. When it's not hunting season, I'm not on there near as much, because like I said, of course, we're trying to be the best parents we can, and me sitting on my phone where I have my son there is not it. So <laughs> now in a true stand, I answer lots and lots of people back. <laughs> All right, so one more time, Crush with Lee and Tiffany, Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Watch this family. They are so amazing. Big shout-out, though, to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, Remington, Cabela's, and Silencer Shop. Got to get to a break. Guys, we love you so much. God bless you. Hey, we love you guys, too. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, folks, don't go anywhere because Dr. Grand Woods is coming up next. Stay tuned. This fall while hiking in the woods, be careful not to run across an angry mob of 7th graders because they will beat you down. Another public service announcement from The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Check them out online at JimandTrav.com and stick around. The boys will return right after these messages. It's America's favorite pistol, remastered by Remington. The model 1911 R1, perfected for smooth cycling and peak shootability. In several models spanning every application, from concealed carry to competition, pair it with Remington Ultimate Defense Ammo for absolute surety against any threat, and our squeegee for effortless cleanup. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon, enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Deer Quest 2016. Now here's Dr. Grant Woods from Growing Deer TV. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and Camp Chef. Hey, we're back. Before the break, we aired a three-part interview with Lee and Tiffany Lukoski, and boy, was that really fun. Yeah, make sure you watch Crush with Lee and Tiffany, Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, where? On Outdoor Channel. Dude, I, I gotta be honest with you, man. What's that? Um, I think I need, like, a B12 shot. B12. My hunting, my skills, they feel sick. I need a doctor! Now! You need a 30 out of 6. Call it doctor! 
Did my hunting skills die? Yes, it did. I'm actually seeing bugs float in the air. This is weird. <laughs> I see. Right, so, now nah, this is uh, just not being joined by Coming Dr. Off your chest. Dr. Grant Woods. I think I choked a little too hard. Uh, Dr. Grant Woods Growing Deer TV. All right, so question. I was actually watching a video. Uh, welcome to the show, by the way. A video of you where you actually fenced off an electric fence around a food plot. Now, why did you do it? It wasn't a very big food plot, but did you do that because you were saving that specific food plot for a certain date and time? Uh, is that why you did that, Dr. Grant? It is. It is. You know, like, I don't really like my kids all that much. <laughs> <laughs> so we've learned if we don't feed them, they kind of go somewhere else, and then we want them home. We're, you know, call and tell them we've got some food out finally, and they'll come home. No, <laughs> So in some of our smaller food plots that are ideal for hunting, you know, we just learned from the past, the wind's going to be right there, we can approach it without alerting deer. But because they're small, if we let deer feed in there all summer, they'd wipe out the food before it got hunting season. Yeah. So we use a, guys, it's only two foot tall, electric fence, and the secret is there's one strand and then three feet in towards the food source, there's two more strands, so it's kind of a a two-part fence. And even old Clumsy Grant can jump it, but that two-part fence keeps deer out. So we fence off certain areas, oddly enough, like 20 yards from our tree stand. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> and allow that foliage to grow unbrowsed. So come deer season or maybe maybe even a specific part of deer season, like if we've got beans in there, we may want to wait till the late part of deer season when deer are really going to be going for those bean pods or the carbohydrates and take the fence down. And that's the only way we can get that food source there for them. Yeah. Now, you, when you go out west, you know, they have a have a shrub, I guess you would call it, uh, called mountain mahogany that the mm-hmm. mule deer like. Is there anything like that for whitetail? Well, you know, there's lots of shrubs that deer like, but here in the Ozarks, shrubby plants are so omnipresent or everywhere that there's really, I haven't found any one shrub that just drives them crazy over another, so to speak. And, and deer... Even mule deer, if they were available, you know, if a mule deer was standing there on the ridge looking at Mount Mahogany and down at the bottom was a bean field, he, he would, you know, do his business by the mahogany and then walk on down the bean field and start eating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so talk with uh, Dr. Grant Woods. Hop online, check him out, growingdeer.tv. All right, so let's talk about actually harvesting a, a decent, mature whitetail buck. What puts that deer on your hit list? to take is it age is it size is it buck to doe ratio overall health what determines dr grant wood's decision to take a buck out great question and i'm going to give you a wimpy answer but it really depends on the area you know if i'm with my buddies we're doing a buddy hunt on public land maybe forest service land and it gets a lot of hunting pressure then i'm going to consider any two or three year old buck a real trophy for that area because there's just not that many deer surviving past that age class yeah and, and if i'm on private land somewhere that's been managed for older age class then i'm going to follow the landowner's objectives here at my farm we try to allow deer to mature to four and a half years of age and older and the reason is there's a little science behind it at four and a half most deer we're speaking averages here have expressed about 92 percent of their antler growth potential but if we take a three-year-old it's only 75 percent of potential so you know, a 150 could potentially be a 180 in one more year. Oh, and, wow. And it's kind of like putting money in a CD and then taking it out a month before the term's up. You get penalized and, you know, you spend all that time for nothing. Just giving that deer one more year, 
could really yield some big results. Yeah. Now, do you find that as you're out there working in the fields and so forth uh, during the summer months that the deer kind of get used to you? And Do you think they can sense that you're hunting or not hunting? Do you give off like a, a different kind of aura? And, you know, there's all kind of talk about that. There's never been any research that shows that. I, yeah. I know I, I would take that maybe in a different angle. When, when I'm hunting, and, you know, deer's closing distance, it's, you know, I don't know, 30 yards or something. I can't make shot. It's, you know, it's quarter and two of me or it's behind a bush or whatever's going on. I try really hard not to make eye contact because eyes scare deer. Mm. Eyes in front. All predators, of course, have eyes in front. Prey species like deer, rabbits have eyes on the side. Yeah. And, and so let's take that one step further. This drives me nuts. Gosh, I'm so glad you asked this question. Let me get this off my chest. <laughs> I hate it when I go home with a buddy or, or somehow at my place, the windows of a like a hay bale blind or something got shut, and then I go to hunt it, and I have to open them up. Because when you open them up, it's usually dark on the inside, right? Yeah. And it looks like two big eyeballs staring at the deer, <laughs> and, and it literally spooks them. Yeah. They're, they're going to stay back like 100 yards. Yeah. So when you put a, a ground blind out, specifically a ground blind, Go ahead and open the windows. I mean, what are you trying to keep out? The wasp are going to go right in anyway. Yeah. You know, open the windows and have it look exactly like it's going to look when you're hunting so there's no change. Mm. If you have time to get conditioned, those big old black eyes staring at them and realizing there's no danger there. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Dr. Grant Woods. This guy knows a heck of a lot about deer and people. He knows everything. He's a mind reader is what Dr. Grant Woods is. He is. All right, so one more time, where can we find you online to find more educational videos, your sponsors, where you're going to be to possibly come visit you one day, uh, Dr. Sit Grant? Sit with you in a blind. That's right. Where can we find you online? Hey, just go to growingdeer.com or Facebook. Just go to Grant Woods, either one. All right, Dr. Grant Woods, such an amazing man, Growing Deer TV. All right, so a uh, big shout-out to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, Remington, Cabela's, and Silencer Shop. Got to get to a break. Dr. Grant, man, you are so awesome. God bless you, man. Thanks for the opportunity, guys. The Revolution with Jim and Trev is all dressed up for Halloween and ready to scare. Wait, you guys are not dressed up? Oh boy. Connect with the boys on social media and the brand new JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The revolution will continue next. He's a tough-talking ex-Marine and a Hollywood icon. Arlie Ermey is the gunny. You've heard the expression, when all hell breaks loose. There are lots of guns, but only one gunny. Take that! Gunny Time with R. Lee Ermey, an explosive season. Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Outdoor Channel. Tune in to Gunny Time! You hear that? It's not a countdown. It's a count up. 36,101 miles. 36,102 miles. Day after day, you push your truck to the limit. But here's the thing. Most truck warranties offer bumper-to-bumper coverage for only three years, 36,000 miles. Just 36,000 miles? Come on. Your odometer doesn't care if your warranty falls short. It just keeps on ticking. So here's what Nissan's gonna do. We're backing the 2017 Titan with America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles bumper-to-bumper. So the odometer can keep doing its job, and you can keep doing yours. Take on tough jobs with the 2017 Nissan Titan and America's best truck warranty. 
Five years, 100,000 miles, bumper to bumper. Limited warranty details available at your local Nissan dealer. Certain exclusions apply. Call 1-800-249-7225 for comparison details. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits. Safari hats and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bob. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak. I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you. Oh, grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the grandpappy of the outdoors. Are you done? I'm done. Yeah. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. Don't anybody go too far. Follow the boys on social media and at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show today. What do you think about old Lee and Tiff? Great people, Lee I and get Tiff. to call them Tiff because I, I'm friends with them. You get to call them Tiff? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, so big shout out to Lee and Tiffany. Make sure you watch Crush with Lee and Tiffany. Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Plus, Dr. Grant Woods, such an amazing man, growing deer.tv. Mrs. Buddy! Thanks, guys. You are so awesome. Once again, Deer Quest 2016, in the bag. It's in the bag. Hey, and we want to thank our 460 affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer Mark Maneri, and Frank the Sound Guy. That's right. Get outdoors this weekend. Take some kids with you. Yeah, put them, them on a cart. Drag them around with a Cabello's Big Game Deluxe Game Good Cart. practice. That's fun right there. Teach them responsibility and uh, how to field dress deer. All right, so local news weather is coming up next. God bless you, boys and girls. Remember, Jesus loves you, and... Uh, that's it. That's it. When you said much. that, you said it all. <laughs> all right, so you got to get to a break. This really fell off at the end. <laughs> all right, no, anyways, uh, go USA. We love you, boys. Girls, peace out. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.